That sweet bass line. That's, that's groovy. It's groovy, man. Yeah, it is. My grandpa had a a double neck guitar, and one was a bass and one was a guitar. That that's and that's probably the coolest thing I've ever heard of. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Like for years as a kid, I was like this, and it was like it was like, um, like a pearl. Or ivory, it was you know uh, pearly white color, and it, the thing was just awesome. dope, you know. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to it. I don't know, like if one of the family members got it or. That's awesome, man. I would I would check into that because that that sounds awesome. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, we're back with the noble a noble a noble. But, but but uh we're back with another <laughs> Rebel Wednesday episode and we got the one and only the best moderator in the world DJ rebellious moderator what yes. up yes not much dude not much it's my day off I'm relaxed I'm outside this is this will be a first for me it's nice Nice day out, a little breezy. I'm soaking it all. Uh, what do you got? Are you, are you like in the 80s over there? Um, no, actually, right now we're at a cool 70. Oh, dude, that's perfect. Yeah, it'll, it'll tick that's... up a little bit over the next few days. Right now it's a cool 70, a little cloudy, a little breezy. It's nice, though. It's nice. Hell yeah. Um, I think it was in the 80s all day today. I got a cool new safari hat that I'm rocking at work. Because um, I'm just burning the dome every day, you know? So I just... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, put a little sun, yeah. Put a little sunscreen on that. Although that was a sweet hat you posted earlier. That, that like safari style hat, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. And, and I usually do because I find, like, when I wear hats, it just makes me hotter, you know. So I will. I'll sunscreen up in the morning, and I'll usually apply throughout the day. But I feel like when I wear hats, it's just hotter. But that one, it's, you know, it's white. It's um, It's got holes in it so it can breathe a little bit better. There you go. You know, so. So, yeah, yeah. Um Have you noticed that people? Uh, I'm sorry, this bugs me. Have you noticed people <laughs> stopping, uh, like exaggerated amounts in traffic? You know, like, um, like at a stoplight, there'll be like two car lengths. Have you have you noticed that at all, or is it just me? Uh, no, I, I have. Um, it's it's frustrating. So like you. Like, they stop so far ahead, and it, it's, like, I have road rage, so the road rage comes out, like, in, in full, well, like, I try to keep it cool in front of my kids, but, like, even as a passenger and my wife's driving, like, it's it's the most frustrating thing ever. Like, I give it a car's length, and I don't slam on my brakes, but, like, you know, I, I, you know, I, let, I give enough time for people to know that I'm stopping, but, like, what what really irks me is the people who throw their um, their turn signal on, 
like way far ahead of time or the complete opposite where they turn it, they throw it on as they're turning. So you almost slam yeah. right into them. Yeah. Um, I know you've been there when I've gone live uh, in yes. the morning on my, on my way to work, you know, and it's just not a good time for me to, <laughs> you know, go live and because I, I hate other drivers, dude. I, it's just so bad. Like people pull out in front of me so much. My car's already smashed up, you know. Um, it just dumb. You know, people turning and they don't stay in their lane. Of course, they turn and go to the crazy outside lane, preventing other people from turning at the same time. Yeah. And so when I when I. Uh, right in front of the post office, when I get off work, that whole area is just jam-packed. Everybody's leaving work on the way home, and every block has a stoplight. And, of course, people are stopped in the middle of the intersection because they tried to go, but then the light turned, and then now it's all jacked up or whatever. But, but people are stopping, and and there's a whole car or car and a half to two car lengths in front of them like i don't understand why they're not pulling up like i don't know if there was like if it's like a safety thing in case they get rear-ended they don't hit the next person in front of them i i don't know i just see it a lot lately and it, it irritates me i see i see it even when there's no one in front of them like, they'll stop so far back, and then when they'll look yeah. around and sort of creep forward a little bit, that drives – no, that drives me that drives me insane. Or, um, like, well, okay, I, another case of the, the horrible turners. So when you go to – like, someone in front of you turns, but then they slow almost to a stop. So, like, you're cruising along 45, 50 miles an hour. They hit their signal. You're like, okay, this is good. Then they slow down to a crawl. And all the traffic slows down because they don't want to turn. Like, they just go nice and easy. Drives me nuts, man. How close are you to the to the city? Ooh, um, about three and a half hours away. Three and okay. a half, give or take. Not, not too bad. Not too bad for a day trip. All right, so, so you're just in a normal city. Not... not crazy aggressive driving new york yeah yeah for the most part we have our we have our own we have our own set of you know terrible drivers it's not like the end-to-end traffic of the city like i won't even drive in the city i did it once um to go to a baseball game and i hated it i I'll, I'll, i would rather take my chances with the uh, with the people on the subway than, than than drive through the city but like here here we have like those old old ladies who drive like this with the steering wheel that like you can barely see above. Or um, there's, a, it's really funny. There's actually a Facebook group dedicated to this one car that smashed in on the front. It's smashed in on the back, and it's like, where is this car? And we have to watch. I guess this is she's like known for like smashing in this shit, and, oh, and somehow she's still driving around. But it's, it's hilarious. That's bad if you got a Facebook page, uh, page. Facebook post about you and everything. My grandpa was known uh, in the town uh, 
they're like, oh, well, there goes Frank. Watch out for him because he was just an aggressive, fast, crazy ass driver, and and they knew if they saw Frank Ketchum Realtors uh, sign on the car, you know, and like, there's Frank. Get out of his way, you know. And this is pre Facebook though, so lucky for him. Are you are you a good knee driver? Yeah, if I need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I think I drove the whole stretch of the highway um on my way home today with my knee while eating Taco Bell. Yeah, that's that's the time to do it. Like you have a drink, you get to get a drink, grab a bite of your burger or your taco, pop a knee on there. I could I it took a little bit to learn, but I I, I can I can do it pretty well now. Yeah. Tacos are like the worst thing to eat while driving though. You know, yeah, especially the shells. Like if you were to, like the Doritos, Lo- I love Doritos Locos tacos. Um, normally I get soft shells unless I get the Dorito ones, but they're like, if you take one bite of that while you're driving, it gets everywhere. <laughs> so then you have to decide how comfortable you are with all the, um, with all, like the lettuce and tomatoes and shit all over you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know there's some shredded cheese on my floor mat right now, you know, like. <clears throat> yeah, I I don't know. Um, and I think I always sw- swallow big chunks of taco shell when I'm driving too. Like, for some reason, only when I'm driving. It's like just chew a little bit more, man. Right, and it feels like you just swallowed a razor blade. It's going all the way down. You think you're gonna bleed internally because you swallowed the pointy part of the shell. Yeah, because it's sitting in there just sideways and I don't know you know then and then then you know you take a drink of your soda and instead of making it helping it go down like it gets into wherever the shell is poking you so it burns even more oh, <laughs> it's, it's yeah damn you Baja blast this hurts oh Jesus so I gave myself a beard trim last night it looks good it looks good man you're looking <sighs> My beard's all over the place right now. Yours is nice and it, it it's looks... the first. Yeah, uh, it's the first trim in a long time. I've been trying to go for length. You know, uh, really, I'm like, I'm not gonna mess with the length, but it it was like it was like longer here and scraggly looking. I was like, I have to do something about it, and. Um, I don't have the time to go to the barbershop at all recently, so I, you know, got in there. But the thing sucks is, you know, you're holding the mirror, you're looking in this mirror, then you're holding the clippers, and you don't know which direction you're going. Everything's bass backwards, and... I'm not brave enough to trim my beard. I'm afraid I'll screw it up. I just got to the point where I can do my mustache. I got my wife, I mean, like a little mustache trimmer and stuff. I could do that, but I'm I'm too nervous that I to, that I like take too much off, and then I'll, oh, I'll just take a little bit more, and before I know it, like it, it's barely there. I'm I have a barber who's like a, who's like an artist with the clippers. Um, I go to him like once a month or once every other month. And he's he's amazing, but I'm too nervous to do it myself. Comb your beard. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I sh- I should I should I feel bad. I'm all scruffy and like it's all like in eighty million different directions. <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> I just for the fact of saving money, that's when I started to learn how to kind of do it myself, you know. And uh, I, I I used to do it a lot. Um, and there's a bunch of good videos on on doing it. Um, but but I got to the point where I was I was starting to I was like a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away for the night, you know, take a shower in the morning, kind of see how it looks yeah. then, and it still look good today. So, uh, at some point, you have to walk away, you know, or else, yeah, you just you just keep hacking away at it, trying to make it perfect, you know. That's that's what I would be. I would be like, oh, this looks like like one hair is half an inch too long, and I'll just keep going, and and then before you know it, I look like I got into a fight with a lawnmower. It's not. It's, <laughs> It's not good. It's not, I should yeah. probably learn. Like I, I don't know how. Like I don't know how to do anything. Like I don't know how to tie a tie. I don't know how to trim my beard. I should probably learn these things. You don't know how to tie a tie? No, I don't. I hardly ever wear them. Um, last time I had to wear a tie, I went to for. I went to go visit my dad as he was having an installation where he works. And it's like a pastor ceremony where you're officially installed into the church or whatnot. And I had to have him do it. Like. <laughs> I was visiting him for for a thing for him, and I still needed my dad to tie my tie. Hey, if you don't, yeah, if you don't have to, have, you know, uh, have to wear one, or, or or just don't need to wear one often, I guess there's no. Um, I I did wear a tie. What job was that? Maybe at the telemarketing place that I. Uh... Telemarketing's the worst. Oh, dude, it it was. We called. Um. Oh, before I go into that, I just learned the most basic tie, the the most basic knot. You know, yeah. nothing, nothing fancy. Just the basic, basic ass knot, and that's it. That's all I know. Just, just enough to get me by. You know. Yeah. Like I never have to wear one. The last time I had to wear a tie for work. I worked at, of all places, Six Flags Great Adventure, and I was a ride manager. Yeah, right? Like, people are, like, wearing half-naked going on roller coasters, but you have to wear a tie. And But I had to, I got to wear a clip-on, and I asked why. And they're like, oh, in case your tie gets caught in the gears, it doesn't pull your head off. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, hey, safety first, I guess. There you go. Dude, um, yeah, telemark telemarketing was a trip i only i was only actually on the phones for like six months and then I, I got promoted to a supervisor did that for a year or two and then i ended up being the night shift manager um we worked for discover card chase Citibank, and we called their customers so it wasn't just straight cold calling you know what i mean but it's yeah. still oh, telemarketing yeah. it's still telemarketing i did verizon wireless I worked for a third-party okay. company that contracted Verizon Wireless. I, I felt my soul die every time I clocked in, man. It was, <laughs> it, it was awful. It was awful. And then I, I got promoted to trainer, and then I, I ended up having like I got demoted because you know, for stupid office politic bullshit. And then it's just I hate it. <laughs> it was, you know, it was it was just the worst. I'm like I gotta go, and so I switched professions. <laughs> I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, besides telemarketing, 
um, what all professions, careers, areas of employment have you dabbled in? Uh, let's see. I was a lifeguard for a while. I worked at like the YMCA's, like the local gyms. Um, I was a ride operations manager at Six Flags for a summer. That was that was pretty fun. Um, then the telemarketing. I worked for PetSmart for about a year. Um, that was another soul crusher. <laughs> and then for like the last ten years or so, I've worked in um, I worked in residential facilities for people with developmental disabilities taking care of their day-to-day stuff. I basically work in their house, you know, making sure they're good, um, helping them with their medicine, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, there's a lifeguard shortage right now. I read this morning, actually. Um, yeah, I, heard I don't, that. I don't know why. Maybe just because people aren't working in general. I don't know. Um, so, and that, and that, you know, it's terrible. So I'm like, all right, maybe I can get recertified. Um, so I'm a little out of shape, but I'm a pretty decent swimmer. Maybe I can get, so I go to apply and <laughs> what really hurt me deep is that I was too old. Like they're only looking for like people in like their twenties, like shit. Like I finally hit the bracket where I'm too old to do something. Like this is terrible. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to take the lifeguard class, and they were doing it was even free. Like, oh, cool! I'll get recertified, pick up at like the local wire, the local pools, and shit. And then it turned out they were they didn't want anyone above like twenty five or something. Like, oh, man, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that guy. At all. <laughs> That's uh. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is always like young kids, you know, like high school, college. You know that are doing it. Although, how old was David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson when they were lifeguarding? You know, um, my guess is probably a little older than twenty-five, but I, mean, <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I'm, so I'm not too. telling David Hasselhoff to stay off the beach. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Oh, the yeah, the lifeguard article was because um, every year people go swimming here in Lake Michigan, yeah, and they think it's just a little old lake, you know. And dude, these these uh, uh, undertows and 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 rip currents, they will pull you under and take your ass to Chicago, and they have before every summer. Uh, out of town people, you know, uh, <laughs> Chicago, Illinois people, you know, they, they come here for the summer and they think they can go swimming when it's choppy and wavy out. And, um, yeah, dude, every year, so many, four or five people die every year at our beach. I don't, I don't know what's more dangerous, drowning in the undertow or ending up in Chicago in nothing but a bathing suit. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh I'm, I'm I'm gonna take the undertow back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You can take the South Shore train back actually, but um Yeah, dude. Um my friend's dad 
is one of the uh oh I think he's retired now, but he was one of the police officers on the um uh like the the lake police officers who would have to go scuba diving looking for people um you know they've he, he's found people underneath the lighthouse pier um Jeez. you know and just yeah so like he did a lot of that and uh yeah it's crazy dude and uh, yeah every holiday somebody's like oh somebody somebody drowned somebody got pulled under and it's just like Read the signs, pay attention to the lifeguards, you got red flags everywhere, you know, like, I don't know. Are you, are you near any, are you near Erie or the ocean or anything? Wait. No, um, my folks are, my folks are, they're up in Rochester and they're not far from Lake Ontario, I believe, I think, I think it's Lake Ontario. Okay. I I could be wrong. I should know my Great Lakes, but I don't. I think it's like I think it's like Ontario. Um, I don't. I don't. It's Michigan Superior, Erie. That's all I know. I think it's on. There's a Lake Ontario, and I feel like there's five of them, and I know like two or three. Okay, it's like Michigan. Oh wait, no. I guess it's this way. If you're looking, no, no, it's this way. Wait. I don't know the trick. I don't know where we're at. Okay, so this is Michigan. Yeah, this is Michigan. Wait. Yeah, this is Michigan. <laughs> and I'm here. So this is Lake Michigan, Superior, Erie. That's all I know. That's all I know. I, I, oh, I, I feel like there's a Lake Ontario. I just don't know. Look, I think that's that what it is. Boy. I have one of those, too. I have one of those, too. They're They're nice. I like those a lot. Those are good ones. Those are yeah, yeah, it turned out good. I don't know if it was the pictures he was taking at first or whatever, but like I saw some like orange and green ones, and the colors just weren't looking right. I don't know, but but these look dope. These look good. Yeah, no, those are awesome. Those are yeah. awesome. Michigan's got a good patch. You know which one I'm looking forward to seeing is the Arizona one. Um, I know Randy put up, uh, like, showed the design uh, for the Arizona one. That's that one's, that one's gonna look pretty good. That has like the sun rays and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, like the uh, like the flag. It's like the the sun's popping out and stuff. It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. These patches are getting cooler and cooler. I see Colorado has a new patch now too. I haven't seen it yet. I'm surprised. I use, I'm usually on top of the patches. I have like, yeah. I have all, or at least most of them. Gotta collect them all. I do. I just I just got the um the Unity patch, the the babes and the um that's the one. Just got I got yeah. that one. That one's dope too. Dude, Canada. Them boys got some cool patches, man. They're coming out left and right. Yeah, you know you know what's funny is um so the last patch they did, it was last patch or maybe the one before um, I, I hit up Matt for a patch. He goes, dude, you get every single one. I knew you'd have to send you. I just sent it out. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get two. Uh, I got to get two of most patches. Um, for Diesel's vest, too, you know. So... <clears throat> 
Uh, and D- dude, that's awesome that Diesel's got his own setup. That 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 is one of the coolest things <laughs> I've ever seen. That is that is sick. That is that is sick. Uh, my vest is in here. I don't think his is. Um, yeah, yes, yeah, he looks pretty cool in it. We don't wear it enough. I, I'm not. I'm not the biggest vest guy. I'm trying to be. You know. Um, maybe when it starts cooling off again, because it's definitely too hot to be walking him with vests on and stuff. Unless I go shirtless underneath, maybe. See, I I wear mine every time I leave the house, except obviously for right now. But I haven't technically left the house yet. But yeah, I wear it to work. I every time I leave the house, I throw it on. It, you know, it feels nice. You know, it's it's cool. You know, because it's it's an engaging point of conversation too. Because I've had a lot of people say, "Hey, that's a really nice vest." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you about it." And it's 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 and it's it makes you feel better about yourself. So I wear mine everywhere. Yeah, that's for sure. I definitely get compliments anytime I wear it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm like I said. I'm trying to. I'm trying to wear. I'm trying to become a best guy. Um, I've never. I'm not a flan, I'm not a flannel guy. I'm not. A, I'm not a big vest guy. Do you Do you have any flannels? Are you a flannel guy? I have like one or two flannel shirts. I, I'm I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy. I don't really wear. I, I wear like what you see right now. Like I wear I wear this kind of stuff: t-shirt, jean shorts, jeans in the, you know, jean or full jeans in the in the winter time. I have like a handful of button-down shirts, one or two flannels for like not like. Like cat, like not casual, but not quite business. You know those in the in between occasions and stuff. Yeah, but I for the most part, I I'm I am very much relaxed. I just you know the t shirts that that's pretty much it, man. I love t shirts. I I I just love t shirts. I have too many. My wife keeps trying to tell me to get rid of some of them. So I'm like, of course, I will make sure I do that. And then I come home from the store with like, I found more shirts. <laughs> it's. It's hard. It's it's hard to get rid of clothes. You know, I think I think it was the wise old Oprah who said if you haven't worn it in a year to get rid of it. Um and I think for that reason I make sure I wear it within a year, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. But I know I have about like thirty T-shirts, and see, you know that's and I would try to follow that rule, you know, after a year. So then I go through my T-shirts, and I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't worn this one in forever. I can't get rid of this. I might want to wear it again. Like, and then it goes another year, and then it's the same thing over and over again. You know, like this shirt was like three sizes ago, but if I lose like fifty pounds, I'll fit in it again. So I have to keep this. Like, I I always find an excuse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I I just had an I was like, oh, let me check the voice messages and see if uh once again, man, great impressions the other day. Uh, the Joker, Peter Lois, Stevie Glenn, and Cleveland. Those were right on the nose. <laughs> yeah, those were those were good, dude. I appreciate it. 
They drive my wife nuts. Like I was walking around my house recording that was uh, recording that for me, and she's just staring. <laughs> she's just staring at me like. And but I do it like, I do them all the time. I, I just like uh, I, I don't know if you know who Frank Caliendo is. He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's like my he's like one of my favorites because he does all these crazy impressions and like if you thought mine were decent like his are completely spot on and like I watch a lot of his stuff so like I I just decided to give it a shot and I guess you know I guess I'm all right at it. <laughs> I used to do good impressions of people I worked with. Um. Yeah, when it came to is at the casino in particular, you know how they dealt or how they act when they were dealing, or you know certain mannerisms and stuff like yeah. that. I was always good at that, but voices like that, I, I, I I've never really practiced or tried either. So it's not. I mean, it, it takes a little bit of practice, but you kind of just start slipping into it every now and again. Like oh, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll be wandering around the house, and, and then out of nowhere, you know. Like my kids will start doing something stupid, like "Come on, you gotta knock it off!" Like, and my <laughs> wife will look at me funny, and it's like, "Oh, sorry, I, I don't even realize it half the time." Like, I start doing it, and she goes, "Not another impression." Uh, I'm sure the kids like it, though. <laughs> they do, they do. It gets me in trouble because I'll start doing them for them, and they start giggling in my. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just get looks every now and again. Like, if I. If I do it just, my wife will actually be impressed, but she gets kind of annoyed at it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen the girl? She's fairly new to TikTok, and she does a voice of a lady called Sue Dillon. Um, no. Okay. I don't so, think so. So the voice is like, um. I'm I'm gonna find it because, and this one I've tried because mm-hmm. it's tricky. All right, hold on, I'm gonna have to look up Sue. Yo, oh look, that's in the top searches. There you go. Um, her name is Sarah Soda Five, and there's an H in there in the Sarah. Okay. But uh, so she calls. Well, she calls and pranks people <laughs> with this voice, and uh, let's see. I'm a co-worker of hers, but anyway, my oh. husband's Spanky. He's been doing some weird stuff lately. One thing that he's obsessed with doing every night before he falls asleep is I have to cook him some noodles, and he throws <laughs> them up through one nostril and out the other. <laughs> so the way she does it is she's inhaling like I have to cook him some noodles. Uh, she's doing she's doing the whole uh but she's inhaling the whole time and she, and she and she she kind of teaches you how to do it too and you know she says you have to you know uh be able to hold your breath a long time and, and it's tricky. I've tried doing that, and that's not easy. But yeah, no, so that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it kind of started early for me. Like I, the first time I remember like calling people was I got hammered with a bunch of my friends, and so I started calling people pretending to be the guy from Jigsaw. And I guess I, I guess I call you. I want to play a game, and then it's so I call them, <laughs> and then they go, "Oh no!" And so my dad called me the next day and said. <laughs> 
So, what were you up to last night? I'm like, you know, of course not. Well, what are you talking about? And uh, apparently, apparently, I called my friend's mom, who then talked to my dad and said, "I didn't know your son was open enough to drink yet." Like, <laughs> but it's 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 fun. Like, I like I like to, I do it for my own, just as a hobby. Like, I think it'd be kind of fun to do like a voice voice actor one day. But I'm not really good at coming up with my own original stuff. I'm, I'm better at doing I'm better at doing like things that people have already done. Yeah. Yeah, but I think eventually you, you'd end up coming up with something. Have you ever done like any of those like uh, voice challenge things on TikTok? Uh, not yet. Um, I'm still kind of trying to navigate TikTok, to be honest with you. Like, I, as far as I know, as far as I'm concerned, like I've just figured out how to stitch and duet and stuff without looking <laughs> like a jackass. But every time I try to do it, I can't make my voice go over their stuff. So like I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um. Oh, I can help you out with that, man. I will. I'm, I will. I will take you up on that. I would love to do those. Um, I would love to do those. I just, it's yeah. just, it's just fun for me. It's fun. Yeah. Like, uh, like you ever see? Um, you ever see? Uh, I think it's Jimmy Fallon does it, where he does like the wheel of impressions, and yeah. He had Seth MacFarlane. He had Seth MacFarlane on doing um, Liam Neeson from Taken as the as a cable guy. <laughs> yeah, that that one's probably my favorite. I don't I know who you too. are, but I do have a very particular <laughs> set of channels. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to give, I don't want to give too much away because I got to start leaving messages for the next show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy Fallon's great, dude. I really like Jimmy Fallon. I've I've enjoyed him since he's been on Saturday Night Live, and then when he got. Uh, when he got his own um, late night show, I was like, okay, this this is interesting. And then, like, he's actually really good at it. Yeah, yeah, he's just a funny dude. Like, um, yeah, I think I think that the you know talk show host. I think I think that's a good job for him. Um, Absolutely. I, I don't know how. I don't know if people are watching TV enough for that job to last much longer. You know what I mean? I mean, he's been doing it for a while, didn't he? And he took over for like Letterman, I think, didn't he? Or one of those guys, Letterman or Jay Leno, or I forget who. But he's been doing it for a little bit. He was late, late show, and then when yeah, wait. So he took Letterman, and then Kimmel took Jay Leno's. Maybe the other way around. I know it's something, something along those lines. I know, like Leno quit, and then they gave the show to Conan O'Brien, and then Leno's like, "Never mind, I unquit," and so they fired Conan O'Brien. And it's 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 just such a hodgepodge of shit. But it's um, late night late 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 night shows are fun. I used to I used to watch those all the time. I don't really stay up late anymore though. Yeah, I just see clips of them, you know, here and there. Um, I love the fact that they got like Reggie Watts or The Roots, like yeah, good, dude. good music talent there with them. You know, I was kind of surprised when I saw The Roots because I mean they're, they're pretty well known. Like they're a big time, big time band. That would be like if Aerosmith settled down and did the Kimmel Show. Like that's yeah, that's pretty awesome. I saw The Roots in concert. Oh yeah. Um. The Smoking Grooves tour. It was 
Outcast, uh, the whole Goody Mob, and Dungeon Family, all of them. Um, wow. Uh, the Roots, Jurassic Five, Lauren Hill. Um, wow. I'm gonna say there was like maybe another one or two things, but yeah, it was a uh, dude. It was a great show. Um, that sounds I, awesome. Yeah, I wasn't like stoked to see Lauren Hill, and not necessarily a big fan. Besides uh, the couple Fuji songs and maybe yeah. her on mm-hmm. Sister Act or something, you know. But uh, uh, so she came out on stage, and it was just her an acoustic guitar, and she was just playing and then just flowing poetry. That's cool, man. Oh, dude, it was amazing. You know, I I still don't think I care for her, but that performance was just... Sometimes people surprise you, like when you see them live. Like, like I'm... uh, So I'm I'm actually... I'm super... I'm going to see... um, You know how Motley Crue... Uh, they they stopped touring in 2015, like they had it uh, like a, and then they they announced that they were ripping up their touring agreement and they're coming back to do a stadium tour, and then they delayed it and then they started they they came back and they delayed it again. I am me and um, me and Eric, our president and um, Dan, our treasurer, are going tomorrow to go see Motley Crue at City Field. Oh shit! Yeah, I am. I am so like I am beyond excited. I've been waiting for this tour since uh, since I watched the dirt, and oh my gosh, I am so excited, man! Nice, dude. Um, do you, you know if anybody else is going to be there? Like, who's opening? Oh yeah, or anything like that. So it's actually a lot of old school hair metal. So the lineup is Motley Crue, uh, Poison, Def oh. Leppard, and uh, Joan what? Jett and the Black Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. It's a full like. All like '80s hair metal bands, like they're all like in their '60s and '70s, but like I just (laughs) the same. Like I am so pumped! I am so pumped! It's gonna be an amazing show. Wow, I'm excited for you, man. That sounds good. I'll uh, I'll go live in the I'll go live in the patch while while they're while they're playing a set, so everyone can (laughs) everyone can pull along. There you go. Yeah, that's that's all stuff I grew up on. You know, my dad. You know, just it was all classic rock. I don't, I don't know how classic it was back then, but it was. Uh, sure. Um, yeah, that, that's what I was raised on, and yeah, that's a hell of a lineup there. Yup. Yeah. My dad didn't care for that too much. My dad was into like uh, Jimmy Buffett, and um, <laughs> like he dabbled with meatloaf. My dad was a huge meatloaf fan, um, and but then it's more like like Boston and uh, like all like. Harry Chapin, you know Harry Chapin, you know Cats in the Cradle and that sort of stuff. Like it's, it's okay. He, he, that's that's what Dad was into. I'm kind of like my musical taste took like a sharp, a sharp turn from where from where my dad was. He probably wouldn't be too thrilled about it. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think all up in into my teens, up to my teens, it was you know uh, classic rock, and then he ventured off into country. Uh, he dabbled in some Jimmy Buffett too, you know, um, but but he went the whole country route, and then that's where it just and still to this day I can't do it, and and that's where I I went off into the the hip hop and and. Uh, 
Yeah, that's where I went. And um, yeah, something about country, man. I, I don't know. I can't do it. Like me neither. It's it's the so the reason why I can't do it is because I was born in Arizona. All they had was country music, country, country, country. Every every station. So from like birth to ten. If I wanted to listen to music that wasn't on my dad's like cassette tapes, it was country music. So when I finally mm. branched out and I found other music, I can't go back. Like I'm not going back. And it's terrible. It's everyone around here where I live listens to country music. Everyone listens. And when I tell them I don't like it, they're like, "You would you would have thought I stomped on the Bible or something." <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's you don't like country music, you know? It, it, it's I just can't. I have like over 800 songs on my Spotify playlist. Not a single country song is on there. Yeah. Uh, Beans and I go back and forth about it all the time, you know? I don't know. I just can't do it. I I can't think of any situation, whether it be around the house or uh, driving or anything, where I I would want to listen to country. It just doesn't do anything for me. And... Yeah, same. I... Yeah, it's for me. It's it's repetitive. Like it's the same, basically the same subject matter. Um, in my opinion, you know, you know, I got too drunk and I lost my truck, and my dog ran away, and my wife left me, and then it's just such a consistent, repetitive. Um, I mean, I respect everyone's taste in music. Like what you like, but I, you know, I, yeah. I will take will take no part in it. <laughs> Can't do it. Cannot do it. No. What's well, to each your own, you know. Exactly. You know, whatever makes you happy, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, go for it. You do your thing. Yep. And don't play that shit around me. <laughs> yeah, I my wife doesn't like it either, so I'm I'm, I'm oh, I, yeah. I benefit from not being not having to hear it too much. But everyone I work with does, and so like if we ever have to drive anywhere for work and I'm not driving. And there and there's country music on the radio. I'm like trying to look out the window, bob my head, trying to think of something else. Like, okay. Yeah, that's that's when you pop the earbuds in or something. Or give me the aux cord, you know, something. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> well, hey, look, dude, man, I appreciate you coming on and doing one of these uh episodes oh, yeah. with me. It's my, um, my pleasure. My pleasure. I love it. Yeah, you know, uh, hoping to get a bunch of people in the club on here. And, uh, yeah, you know, just, just kind of do this. Just shoot the shit with them and talk about whatever. I, you know, I don't. Yeah, dude. I don't want it to be, like, interviewy. You know, I'd rather just be, Hell yeah. I don't know, kind of like what we did now, you know. Having a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Don't know where it's going, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, I I I love doing these. I'm happy to come on whenever, dude. Right on. Well, hey, once we get through a bunch of people and uh, whatever, you know, we'll recycle you back into the lineup. But you know, you're still our amazing moderator. And once again, I appreciate your help. You know, Any, and, and input and everything else. You know, you've done. Anytime for. The Rebellious Podcast um, Broadcast Company. (laughs) 
Anytime, man. Big time. It's my pleasure. I enjoy helping you guys out. Um, you you guys um, are a big reason why I do, you know, me and Rusty do our own podcast. We took a lot of inspiration, so I, we, we greatly appreciate it. So I'm, I'm happy to help as much as I can, however I can. There you go. You, you guys caught his little shameless plug there. Um, <laughs> fatherhood and facial hair. If you guys uh, haven't checked it out, make sure you guys uh, check them appreciate out. You guys... You guys usually go on like earlier in the day and uh, what, like Wednesdays or something? Uh, Saturday. So we yeah, typically. Yeah, that's why I said Saturday. <laughs> that's why I heard it. You know, I just want to make sure. Now we usually I watch we're them usually, on Wednesdays. <laughs> usually on around noontime on Saturday, unless one of us has a scheduling thing. Um, but yeah, but like we like we it started sort of as like a, like a, like a recruiting thing. Like our initial idea was to do a podcast to, re- to recruit for our chapter and for the club. And it kind of evolved into just a couple of dads trying to figure the world out. It's been a lot of fun. Hell yeah. And that's all I managed. If you're having fun, you know, yeah, it's a blast. There you go. Um, all right. So, yeah, this is going to be another Rebel Wednesday episode, and uh, every Wednesday we'll have a new one. Um, I think I'm going to schedule them to be released, like, at midnight on Spotify. Oh, sweet. And all the, and all the Google platforms, but then I think um, it'll play on YouTube... And in the Facebook groups, I think I'm going to do that around like 9 a.m. Sweet. Type thing. Yeah. So, so if you subscribe to the channel and you listen to the, you know, on Spotify or any other podcast platform, you'll be able to hear it super early if you're a super early person. Otherwise, you know, you can watch it and you can always, you know, watch it anytime on the, on the channel. I think that's how I'm going to do it. So sweet deal, man. Sounds good. Yeah. But, man, I love you. Thanks again for doing this. And, um, yeah, that's it, man. Rob, love you too, man. Love doing this. Like I said, it's, 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 it's been an honor. It's been an honor. All right, brother. All right, everybody. Thanks, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Later. Later.